the Why So Serious Podcast. New season. New? Same us. New, new intro us? music. <laughs> new intro music. God, we are so back with the new intro music. Kind of, honestly, kind of hype, Neesmith. I googled YouTube intro music, and that's where we landed on. So, so welcome back to the new podcast. Same guys, but new podcast. Um, we're here on season three. Uh, you know, season two, it was a short one. It was one episode long. A uh, little bit of a writer's strike, if you will, Neesmith. Hated it, but you know what? It just takes a little bit of time, and we're back in it. You can't just curate content overnight, Neesmith. You, they, sometimes you need a couple months. They did make a union, um, <laughs> but we're, we, we've officially come into agreement on new terms. Terms. So here we are. We're hoping to um, kind of get back in the mix and start churning out some more episodes for you guys now that our, our schedules are a little bit more free. Neesmith, it's been a while since we've recorded. Lots of things have happened. Would you agree? I So many things, actually, yeah. And, you know, a lot of things happen in your life, particularly. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is the fact that you are now an uncle. Now, you've already been an uncle before, but now you're an uncle to how many more young children? Over the last year and a half, I've gone from three to eight nieces and nephews. So at this point, I'm crying, uncle. Am I right? <laughs> Ding! <laughs> so... And for those out there, Neesmith, give them a quick kind of rundown of your family situation because you don't have a small family. I have five siblings, uh, three of which actually have children, and my oldest sister has three. My oldest brother has none. My next oldest brother has two children, most recently one about a month ago. Yep. My other brother had a child around the same time, Yep. and my sister has two young ones that have been around for about a year and a half. And I know that a lot of our listeners are also uncles and aunts and whatnot. Um, so, kind of, the question that I'd like to ask you is, what kind of an uncle are you? So, everybody would like to say that they're the funkle, right? The funkle. My siblings affectionately call me the drunkle. Ah. But that's a joke more than anything. I'm yes. not, you know, I, I don't ascribe to that all the time. Yeah, don't, don't judge Neesmith. He's not drunk. He's just, <laughs> he's, he's a funkle. Anyway, I think... My uncle status is probably, you know, the one I, I kind of, I hate to do it, but I'm the guy that kind of plays the bad guy sometimes. Oh, wow. Just to keep him in line. because you I know, didn't see that. Not everybody can give them candy and make sure everything's going to be like happy all the time. Yeah. You got you to pull them back in the line and make sure, you know, there's a parent around, you know. Wow. Occasionally. Sounds like you don't trust your siblings to do the parenting. No, no, no. I, I trust my siblings to do the parenting. I don't trust them to do the uncling and ah, auntie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Neesmith. Um... A little bit surprised that, that you kind of laid a hammer down, it sounds like, but I do agree that I don't like when people say that they are the funkle or they're the fun one. With that being said, I aspire to be the funkle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, I want to be what everyone says they want to be. Yeah. Uh, With that being said, I'm dude, I'm going to be the guy that says, you know, walks over you and slips you a hundred in your pocket and says, hey, go go buy something nice. Even if the kid's three years old, he can't even talk to me or two wow, years old. Wow, yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you are an uncle or an aunt or are soon to be one, please DM us, slide in our DMs and let us know what kind of an uncle you are. Because we're curious to know if there's some, you know, different types that we haven't even thought about. Sure, we're kind sure. of briefly touching the topic, but. Sure. Um, so Andy. Durs. Recently got back from a trip. Okay. Went to Colorado. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I saw something on the side of the road in someone's yard. And it it led me to this segment, which I'm going to affectionately call, 
what on earth were our parents thinking? Ah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The idea of this segment is it's it's quick, but the idea is basically, why did our parents let us do that? And it, it really refers to things that I could never see myself allowing my future children to do. So I only have one. I know I kind of jumped this on you, so you're gonna have to think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mine will be a, you know a sideways take as always. Okay. For me, the answer is pretty clear. Trampolines. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we all see them as these fun-loving little bouncy castles where nothing goes wrong. You can jump and maybe a little exercise too. But what they don't tell you is that it's an absolute death trap. Nick Smith. Yeah, it's like a you know direct line to the ED. Yeah. 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 Hey, honey, um, go outside and try not to tear your ACLs and all of your ligaments in your knee when your buddy Jeffrey tries to super jump you <laughs> to the moon. Literally. One, <laughs> two, three. Yeah, dude. Seriously. So, honestly. Even, those, yeah. e- even like putting the netting up, I don't think that that mitigates any of the damage no, that occurs. No, and so, you know, like, remember the days where you'd put a little basketball hoop up at the side of the trampoline and you try and uh, dunk and, like, you run and hit your head on the pole? Not only are they bad for your knees, they're concussions left and right. Um, it's just terrible. So if you're out there, please just get rid of the trampolines. Throw them in the trash. This is an anti-trampoline podcast yeah, from here on out. So just so the listeners know, we will now be mm-hmm. posting that everywhere. Yes. For me, uh, what did my parents let me do? What did they make me do? I think is a better thing, Ooh. a better approach to take Ooh. from here. So when when our family would sit down for a meal, uh, we had we had what we what we would call a clean plate club, Ooh. mind you, which means you have to finish your plate to join the clean plate club. Okay. Correct. So naturally, you want to join a club, right? Yeah. Regardless of how much food you put on your plate, I'd you're probably going to try to do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to be a part of one too. That wasn't just in my family. Yeah. But anyway, so everyone would like vie to finish their plate of food. So over time, that has instilled, you know, a certain aggressiveness or kind of I have to finish all my food that I get on my plate, no matter how much is there. The doggy dog mentality. Of exactly. No go. No go box. No doggy bags. Uh-uh. It's going in your tummy. It's going in my tummy. So psychologically, it's truly affected me over the years. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say that with a straight face. (laughs) Please expand on that. What does that mean? (laughs) It is not. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I was just trying to. (laughs) Okay, okay. Honestly, I see where you're coming from. You, You think that being forced to finish your food, even if it's against everything that your body's telling you, Exactly. It's just not the right way to approach the it. The tum-tum says no, but the brain says go. Let me ask you something. A little rhyme there. Um, let me let me ask you something. Let's say you're having, you know, your your standard meal with, you know, a little bit of protein. You got it in two sides. And you have some, let's say, barbecue sauce. You put a little pile of barbecue sauce on there. <laughs> and by the time the meal's done, you've cleaned up everything. But there's, there's a little more barbecue sauce on the plate. Do you finish it? Nah, I'll let that ride. I'll so you're not part ride. of the clean plate club. I mean... So you really wouldn't do everything it took. Wow. I mean, this guy's <laughs> trying to get technicalities. <laughs> yeah. Sauce logic is thrown out the window in all, you know, all realms. We once had a, a listener call in and say that soy sauce was not an acceptable <laughs> answer, but... Still to this day, of all the <laughs> stupid things that we have said on this podcast, I think the most memorable is Nisma saying that soy sauce is the best sauce of all time. <laughs> it's legendary. I stick with, I stick by it. I mean, that's just ludicrous. <laughs> all right. Anyways, okay. So that was just a quick 
segment. Shout out to our parents, um, trampolines, and clean play clubs. Um, let us know what kind of things you guys had to do when you were kids. This next segment is the main segment of our episode. The meat and potatoes, if you will. Meat and potatoes being a subtle foreshadowing that it's about food. Ding! Why don't you take it away and tell us about it? So you messaged me with this topic, and I thought it was a great idea. So the question for this week is, what are the top three foods that are impossible to just eat one of? That's right. This basically just means these foods are so good that I, I literally cannot just eat one. It, it's actually impossible for me to do that. So, Neesmith, take it away. My let's number... Go, let's, you're going number one? <laughs> Maybe. I hate how you do this. <laughs> Let's go from three to one. Okay, number three. Build the suspense. Number three for suspense. You're all about suspense, whatever. They're listening. I do like horror movies. So number three coming in are pickles. Whoa! Eating one pickle is pretty hard to do, at least for me. Wow, I like that. So when you think about the salinity that is in a pickle, right? Wow. You'll notice a theme in mine. A little, little salinity is kind of like the big thing, the wow, salt a little, level. A little science, so, so, science over here. So you have your little kosher dills out. Mm-hmm. At a party, people were walking by. They they see them. They're like, ah, I, they they taste pretty good. I mean, they're not my number one thing, but you have one, and I mean, you definitely have another. Yeah, you're like, ooh, salty, kind of sweet. Are Ma- we talking spears? So it could be really any any kind of pickle to me, but spears probably in the little tiny yeah. little petite pickle. Well, here's the thing: if you give me a full pickle, that's enough. That's a big pickle, though. Yeah. So, so you're I, saying like, I'm thinking if you like give me one little spear. Or even like a little uh, little slice like a too. chip, like a pickle chip. Pickle chip, you're yeah. you're definitely gonna have like fifty. I like that. That's a good that's a good answer. Um, especially you're a guy that your family actually I make my own pickles. Makes yeah, their own so. pickles, and I've had them before, and they are delightful. Um, okay, I like that. Let's go with my number three. Popcorn. Popcorn. This you're, is such a chip angle, though. Uh, oh, you're gonna <laughs> find a very clear clear uh, angle on mine. It's it's popcorn and. Here's the bottom line. If you eat one piece of popcorn, I literally can't trust you. Yeah, you if you don't eat a handful, I you're probably wanna, a psychopath. Yeah, I don't want to be around you. I don't trust you. I'm not going to sleep around you. I'm not going to hang out with you. Um, and it's just impossible, especially if you get, you know, a nice buttery batch of popcorn or even maybe like a white cheddar bag. I can't eat one. And if you can eat one piece of popcorn, then honestly, just turn off this episode, okay? I'm worried about you. Yeah. Um, luckily, I don't think many people do that. Do that. I, I think that the handful method or just tipping the bag up. Yeah. Like just, and drinking it. Yeah, just drinking your popcorn. I can't even have one handful of popcorn. I'd I mean, say you get like Colonel City in your teeth, though. Yeah, dude. You don't even aim the, you don't aim the chewing mechanism. Yeah, it's all everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So that's my number three. Andy, take us away with your number two. Uh, so my number two is going to be pretzels. Wow. Pretzels are in the same vein as popcorn. Mm. I eating, like this one. Eating just one little, I'm not talking giant pretzel at the ballpark, get out of here with that yeah, trash. With I'm that. talking about in a rolled gold bag <laughs> of pretzels or even the pretzel sticks. You're not eating one of those. What about pretzel chips? I mean, you're not eating one of those either. You're not. <laughs> Everything bagel? Yeah, right. Yeah, no way. Buffalo? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, pretzels. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. They almost made my number one. Wow. Because they're so good. You have one, you're like, that's a really good. 
That's it, crunchy. Well, it's just, it's just got, crunchy. It's crunchy. It's, it's the salt. It's the the you know the taste it leaves in your mouth afterwards. Yearning for more flavor after one pretzel. Um, I like that. Seinfeld shout out. These pretzels are, are making, making me thirsty. thirsty. So watch out for thirst levels because yes. you won't just eat one. Yes. Make sure you have water nearby. We also uh, approve of. Uh, Fresca nearby, if you have that, or maybe a Pirate Zero. This is a pro Fresca podcast. Very pro Fresca. We actually we actually DM them. We're waiting for um, their approval, maybe on a sponsorship. We're also pro Propel, so prop propel. We're pro we're pro Propel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. hard to say, but they're getting back to us as well. Yeah, they haven't opened our. So that's my number two. Okay. Pretzels. Yeah. Okay. Love that. Nismith, <clears throat> you're you're just gonna hate my answers. I know you're, you're gonna be like Jesus. No, cool. Well, that's cool. That's a good one. But no, I didn't even think about that. No, this, I am taking the chip angle. Um, I actually discussed this with some friends this weekend. My answer are Doritos. You're right. I mean, it, it is impossible to eat one Dorito, and really, it's impossible to eat Doritos of any flavor. Sure. You're thinking the classic nacho cheese, Cool Ranch. That's what pops into your head right when you think about it, right? <laughs> Not for me and Neesmith. The best Dorito flavor, the most addicting Dorito flavor, is the purple bag. I don't even know what they're called. I think it's something chili. Like sweet, sweet and spicy sweet chili. Sweet and spicy chili. Yeah. Taco Bell did a shell one time. They did, and they, People they forget mixed that. it. People do forget that. Um, if you've never had this bag of Doritos, I urge you, I implore you to go out and get them. They are laced with MSG. Ooh. I mean, it's impossible to eat just one. I find myself, I mean, just eating the entire bag every time I have them. So, Neesmith, number two. That brings Doritos. up a pretty funny story. I'm going to sidebar here for about Doritos. Ooh, sidebar. So, a, a friend, Austin, and a friend of mine, Austin, and our friends in. Austin in college. Yeah. He and I did a volunteer one time. We had to volunteer every <laughs> semester for a scholarship. And we volunteered and after we were so hot, so hungry and hot, and we were like, let's go get some food. But we didn't see any like fast food restaurants near us. So we just went to a gas station to get like a you know diet soda or whatever. Sure. And we see these um, Doritos <laughs> that their, their title is Buffalo Wing Dipped in Ranch. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we got them. Did it come with Tums? Do you just get that in the bag? It should it should have come in the bag. I think that for a for the entire bag, which, of course, I ate it all. Of course. It was probably 1,600 calories in, yeah. like, a, you a know, sta work. standard adult-sized <laughs> bag of Doritos. It was, it was shameful. I don't know <laughs> if they still make those, but I sure hope they don't, just I, for the sake of our country. I hope they don't either, but I just I figured I had to mention... The, the, on the bag it says buffalo wing dipped in ranch. Yikes. Anyway. Yikes. Okay, this is this is it. This is the moment. This is number one. Number one. I really hope it's not the same as mine. <laughs> it's not the same as yours, I promise you. Okay. I, I didn't go with any standard mainstream here. I, I'm going into this with one scoop of peanut butter. Okay. See, I, I disagree. Let's go. Defend I, yourself. So, it's mainly for me because I think I'm addicted to peanut butter at this point. True life. Most people know that I probably go through a family-sized jar every week by myself. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind a lot of, of peanut so butter. So like people have like main food groups. Like peanut butter is definitely one of mine. Yeah. But after I have one scoop of peanut butter, I cannot have just – I can't just have one. I have to keep going. Yeah. So I'm going to have like three and four. Is that the main way that you consume peanut butter? Oh, definitely, yeah. Do you ever make sandwiches? Do you ever put it in smoothies? Or is it just – Never smoothies. It that's your... adulteration. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, really? Yeah. So peanut butter is a pure food. It can be used with a few things like bananas. That's fine. Uh, on bread as well. That's okay. 
But like mixing it with a bunch of other things, nah, that's dude, not I'll for me. Dude, I'll put it in my smoothies. I'll be honest. That's okay. Like, you do you, dude. Yeah. I'm not saying you're doing it right. You're definitely doing it wrong, but you can do what you want. I just don't like the way that sounded. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's mine, and that uh, uh, the only person I know would probably agree with me is my mom. She yeah. does the same thing. Maybe yeah, that's where I, I got I it. I definitely do like a scoop of peanut butter, but unfortunately, I disagree. I feel like I can have just one, and if I can get by the, the two minutes after taking that scoop, um, then I'm not going to have another scoop. Um, okay, my next one is really the reason why I came up with this this segment. Uh, I was th- I was eating these the other day. I think I was in the kitchen with my mom and sister, and I just thought to myself, there's literally no way I could just eat one of these. Pistachios. Nice. Even, uh, even when you have to crack them, too. Even yeah. when you have to crack them. Actually, I... That's the only way that I will ever eat them. I don't Good. want them yeah. peeled. That's the fun. That's the fun of them. Well, that and like it makes you pause at least a little yeah. bit of time. Like if you do a handful mm-hmm. of pistachios. Yeah. Mm. I like to sing for my supper. I like to have to work a little bit to get to the shell, to get inside the shell. I wear blue jeans to the dinner table. Yeah. Ever heard of yeah, it? Yeah, in a bib. Here's the deal. <laughs> I actually prefer the ones where the little crack in the shell is so, so razor thin that it's like impossible to get in. That's that's the fun part to me. You better not use your teeth. Well, sometimes I do. I'll be honest. All right, and my uh, sister's cringing. My sister who's a dentist. I'm about to say to the dentist listening, yeah. please tell him yeah. not to do that. But the point the point I'm trying to make is, and this really applies to all forms of nuts, whether it's almonds, pecans are very difficult to eat just one of. Um, cashews. Cashews are nearly impossible, but really pistachios. I don't know what it is. They're so addicting. It's the fat level, bro. Yeah, it is. They're one of the fattiest nuts. That's yeah, what it is. That, I think that's what appeals to me about it. Um, I had a friend in college, shout out for while, we were on a trip, and we literally ate a four-pound bag in one sitting. And we didn't even speak. We just sat next to each other watching March Madness. What's well, like peanuts at a, it's at a ball game. You, yeah. You know, when they don't you just start sell cracking them. them. Yeah. What so, they sold packs of one? <laughs> Get your peanut here. Get your single peanut. We got a peanut here. <laughs> Discount. I think in a different life, I'd be a, I'd be like a hot dog vendor at a ballpark. Get your hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> With a made-up accent. Get your hot dogs here. Everybody sees this guy outside of the, the, the stadium. They're like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that, I mean, that's the segment. That's, Beer. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I mean, we have three pretty pretty different answers but i i can see where neesmith comes in um i honestly think that one scoop of peanut butter is almost on the level of saying soy sauce is the best sauce of all time it's kind of outrageous but honestly man i come on here and give my opinion i don't try to appeal to the public so that's i just got to give my heart yeah i like that i respect that about you you're you're just honest and uh even if you're wrong which most of the time you are um you're just honest so so that's the segment please slide into our dms um beep me on my pager I don't have one but just beep me if uh, you think of something that you think should be on this list um, and uh, and I'm very excited to, to hear those answers so Neesmith take it away so for our last segment of the day I have come up with a few rapid fire questions for my co-host Jamal who has no idea what these questions are I'm nervous I messaged him the other night and told him I have this one question I want to ask you because it's so ridiculous I think I'm going to come up with a few more to see if it can make a segment and you know what I did it oh god I'm nervous (laughs) so the first question oh boy if the formal name for the hamstrings is hamules what is the formal name for calves calvules (laughs) I'll take it 
What is call what is collie wobbles? What is collie wobbles? Okay, it sounds like a group of miniature like cauliflower <laughs> that hang out and like run in like like a little mafia and they run like a gang and beat up other vociferous or cruciferous vegetables. I love that answer. <laughs> but the actual definition, this is our learning topic of the week. Collywobbles. This refers to a weird feeling in your stomach or an overall bellyache. It is derived from the Latin phrase cholera morbus, Ooh. meaning it came from the disease we all know as cholera. I don't like that. Too much education. Next question. We just got learned. <laughs> if love lies, what does hate do? Wow. If love lies, hate... Oh, I don't know, man. I, I mean, the instinct is to say that hate is honest, <laughs> but it's not. I don't know, Neesmith. This is stupid. I hate this. Keep going. Tongue-tied. <laughs> if hungry dogs run faster, what do hungry cats do? I hate cats, so I will not answer that question. Fair point. I hate them, too. <laughs> and that sums up this week's <laughs> random questions for Jamal Igbaria. Yeah, that was that was tough. I'll be honest. Uh, a lot of those were just really weird. A collywobble, I don't ever want to use that word or hear it again. Um, if you guys have random questions like that that you would like us to hear, or us to answer, excuse me, please send them in. Um, okay, Neesmith, I think that I think that's going to do it for this season three episode one of the Why So Serious podcast. Guys, it, follow us. Where can, where can they follow us, Neesmith? You can find us on <clears throat> Instagram, SoundCloud. Not many people go there, but we're still there. We're still there. Spotify is our main unit. Yeah. As well as the Apple iTunes podcast network network follow us on instagram at the why so serious pod one where we will be posting updates and random things um we're hoping to get back into the rhythm of things here um we've got a couple big events coming up in the future but we will be able to still record and and get some some good stuff out there for you guys so um neesmith we enjoyed this podcast we look forward to the next one but until then don't don't be be so serious. serious